Hello my dear listeners, welcome once again to Living Daily by His Word. Yesterday we studied 1 Timothy chapter 3 and there we learned about the requirements of a bishop. That a bishop or what we call an elder today needs to be blameless, the husband of one wife, to be vigilant, be sober, be of good behavior, be hospitable and also be able to teach the word of God. You should also be an alcoholic, nor someone that is greedy or sick for money. And not be someone else that is covetous and someone that also rules his own house and should also be a novice or a newcomer in church. So I'm going to be studying 1 Timothy chapter 4. Before we go to the of God today, let's seek his face in prayers. Lord, we thank you greatly for the grace to experience under a brand new day. So by your mercy, Lord, they are not consumed because your compassion towards us fail not. They are new every morning, and great, O oh God, is your faithfulness. Forgive us ways we have heard against you, we pray. The young cleanse and ask for righteousness, O oh Lord, we pray. As we study, teach us your word, O oh Lord, and help us, O oh Lord, to live by your word. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers. For just we prayed. Amen. First Timothy 4, reading from verse 1, and it says, And the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. We need to put our focus on these first two verses because to help us understand the next verses we are going to be reading. First, these people are giving themselves to seducing spirits and doctrines which are not doctrines of God for doctrines of the devil, which means that doctrines are against the laws of God. And also, they're speaking lies in hypocrisy, so they are tending to be who they are not, and being hypocritical to those around them. Because their heart has been seared with other iron, that means they have hardened their heart from the word of God. And these are hypocritical attitudes you see from verse 3. And commanding to abstain from meats, which can also say abstain from foods, which God has created to be received the thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Most people use this path to say that we can eat unclean foods and unclean meat. But here, let's not forget that the myth there is talking about food in general. And here also, we see when we read in First Corinthians, talking about the issue of unclean meat. It's talking about the meat that have been offered to idols. And people felt that they are unclean for them to eat, that to defile them. But actually, we learn there, because Paul was emphatic about what he was saying, that we don't regard it as anything because if offered to idols, idols are totally nothing and we can eat it. But he said for those that actually have this background, we should not eat of such. So like verse 6 says, If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. But refuse profane and old wives' fables, rather unto godliness. 
was etzis und weikide. For bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. These ones were doing what we call bodily exercise. See, you must not eat this, you must eat this, forbidden to marry, and things like that. And Paul was saying that all these things are just a proxy attitude because their heart is actually far away from God. Because they feel by doing these things, by doing these bodily sacrifices, that they can actually win the heart of God. And yet, Paul was saying that these things profit little. That the major thing is for us to be godly in our ways. It reminds me also when Samuel was speaking to Saul, he says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Friend, our offerings, our services, our outward work is actually not as profitable as being godly. No one doubts when disciples actually went two by twos and did so many miracles in the name of Christ and they came out rejoicing. Christ said, yes, truly, I haven't seen the devil fall from heaven. I see, yes, that truly you guys did great work in the name of God. He said, but the truth is, you should only rejoice if your name is written in the book of life. Because, friend, the signs and wonders we do here on earth, that God does through us here on earth, the offerings, the going to church, the going for evangelisms, name them. All these things profit but little if godliness is not found in us, if perfect love is not found in us. Vasnai says, This is a faithful sin and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, which is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. These things command and teach. Yeah, Paul was trying to say that our laboring, our suffering is not because we think that these things will help us attain the kingdom of God, but we actually do them because we have a trust in Christ and in God. Because we believe that, yes, it can save those we are reaching out to. And that's the motivation in which they had. It was their trust in God and willingness to obey God that they did what they did, not for eye service. Pastor said, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and also in purity. And this is very key. Sometimes people see young people being vibrant for God, and they seem to despise them by talking down upon them. But here I said, no one should despise you. And also, as we speak the word of God, it should also show in our actions towards men. For contact messages on plus 234-8134-346526, plus 234-8134-346526. You can also listen to our previous podcast on our on anchor.fm slash living daily by his word. Anchor.fm slash living daily by his word. Let's bow and sing the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you greatly for your words you've heard today. Help us, O Lord, that we should not just teach your word, but in our actions, in our conversations, let us express that truly 
we have been with you, that we trust you, and we are willing to obey you. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers. For your name we pray. 